0: Hello, and welcome to the Folklore and Fiction Podcast. My name is Kelly McCath-Morin. I'm a PhD candidate in the Folklore Department at Memorial University of Newfoundland, and I'm also a speculative fiction writer under the pseudonym C.S. McCath. The Folklore and Fiction Podcast and Dispatch synthesize these passions with a focus on folklore scholarship aimed at storytellers. You'll find the Folklore and Fiction Archive along with the rest of my work online, at folkloreandfiction.com. Interested listeners will find a link to the current dispatch in the show notes, where a more comprehensive record of this episode can be found, including a bibliography and other references. This episode of the Folklore and Fiction podcast was first published as a newsletter in April 2019. I'm recording it as a supplemental podcast now, so that new listeners and subscribers have an opportunity to engage with the material. In it, I'll be introducing the Memorat genre with help from scholars Carl W. von Sindau, Lori Hanko, Diane Goldstein, and others, helping you analyze a Memorat and discussing ways to bring Memorats to your storycraft. Before I begin, one of my colleagues in Poland is volunteering much of her free time to help refugees arriving from Ukraine, so I asked what those of us who are far away from the war might do to help. She recommends donating to Lambda Warsaw, which is helping queer refugees find safety and support in Poland. She also recommends supporting the Kiev Zoo, which is working to get animals out of the country, and Kiev Animal Rescue, which is helping animals in the country who have no one else. There are many ways to help Ukraine, but these are the ones that came to me through a reliable source, and you will find links to each one in this month's dispatch. Slava Ukraini. And may all that is holy and good protect the people of Ukraine. Swedish folklore scholar Carl W. von Siddau coined the term memorat, which he defined as a personal experience narrative that often includes an encounter with a supernatural being. However, Folklore scholars have since expanded the definition to include any first-person narrative that includes a supernatural component. So if you see a ghost and tell someone about it, you're telling a memorat. If you have a premonition that comes to pass and tell someone about it, you're telling a memorat. If you felt the presence of the divine and tell someone about it, you're telling a memorat. The conversation around the term, its definition, and its application in narrative scholarship remains somewhat flexible, but it's stable enough that I was taught to understand memorats this way in my Ph.D. coursework. In a discussion of von Sydow's definition, Laurie Honko writes that, quote, "...belief in the existence of spirits is founded not upon loose speculation, but upon concrete personal experiences, the reality of which is reinforced by sensory perceptions." End quote. Narrative scholar Diane Goldstein cares about the ways these concrete personal experiences are expressed, writing that because Memorat narrators are concerned about the possibility of negative judgment, their accounts are, quote, "...detailed and careful, incorporating numerous strategies that outline the nature of the observations, the testing of alternative explanations, and often including a reluctance to interpret what occurred as supernatural." End quote. Goldstein later writes that, quote, a characteristic feature of the Memorat is its structured narrative exploration of evidence. In this sense, not only is the narrative reasoned and logical, but it appears to be largely about reasoning and logic, end quote. I would argue, as other folklore scholars have, that this emphasis on the rational is a byproduct of post-Enlightenment focus on science over other ways of understanding the world, and that this focus has stigmatized discussion of the supernatural. Folklore belief scholars have done a great deal of work on this topic, but therein lies another of those rabbit holes I promised to avoid, so I'll leave a few articles by David Hufford in the bibliography for you and move on. There are two more points to consider before we begin our analysis of a memorat. The first is that while you might expect the content of a supernatural personal experience narrative to be unique as the person who tells it, These narratives are often influenced by culture and community. This episode of the Folklore and Fiction podcast is a preview, and you can listen to the full episode on the Folklore and Fiction website. Just click on the dispatch link in the show notes, or go to folkloreandfiction.com and sign up for a free account. Thanks very much for your interest. Copyright 2019-2023 Kelly S. McCath-Morin All rights reserved unless Creative Commons licensing is specifically applied.